Welcome to the official podcast of the Hoffeld Group. Your host is the CEO and Chief Sales Trainer of the Hoffeld Group, David Hoffeld. Welcome to the Science of Selling, the place where you get actionable sales insights that are backed by hard science. I'm your host, David Huffeld, and today we are going to talk about a topic that is often not thought of when it comes to improving sales outcomes. But there is a lot of science that shows it can make an amazing difference. So let's dive in and let me introduce the topic. As all of us are aware, selling is hard. There is that constant pressure to perform, bring in new business, keep existing clients happy amid hyper-competitive and increasingly challenging market conditions. That's why this strategy I'm going to share with you today can really help you effectively navigate these challenges and improve your overall sales success. And the strategy is cultivating optimism. Now, when I ran into the power of optimism when it comes to improving sales outcomes, I was personally blown away. Did I think optimism would make a difference? My perception was a minor one, but what science shows is it can make a huge difference. And so like we've talked about before, we want to use science the way a pilot uses his or her instruments when flying. They tell us what reality is because sometimes our perceptions are wrong. And so science says optimism is incredibly powerful. Don't believe me? Let me share with you some evidence. Consider this, a well-known study conducted by behavioral scientists Martin Seligman and Peter Schulman, where they analyzed the sales performance of a large group of salespeople. And they found that those who scored high in optimism achieved 37% more sales than their less optimistic colleagues. And the salespeople who ranked in the top 10% for optimism, get this, sold 88% more than those who were in the top 10% for pessimism. What's really interesting is that when these two researchers compared those salespeople who scored in the top half for optimism to those in the bottom half, they found that the former group sold more and remained in the profession of sales for twice as long as the latter. In other words, will optimism help you sell more? Yes, but it also significantly increases the likelihood that you'll stay in the profession of sales. So it improves retention rates as well. So if you're a sales leader or you hire salespeople or you weigh in on that, optimism matters. In fact, it matters a lot. Now, other studies have come to similar conclusions as the one I just shared. In these studies, I'll summarize them for you. Optimists outsell pessimists on an average of 20 to 40%. One researcher, Peter Schulman, explains this in his research article that was published in the Journal of Personal Selling and Sales Management, and he titled the article this, Applying Learned Optimism to Increase Sales Productivity. The title tells you what the outcome of the study was, so I'll summarize it. When he says this, optimism predicts sales productivity among salespeople in various industries and companies. So optimistic salespeople tend to take an active role in problem solving, persist in the face of daunting obstacles or frequent rejection, and have a greater task concentration and effort. 
all of this is why having optimism increases your probability of success in selling. That said, if you're not feeling so optimistic about your ability to look on the bright side, don't worry. Because researchers, and this is important, they've discovered that optimism, like the mindsets we've talked about in the past, like a growth mindset, that it is something we can learn and we can improve on. So regardless of how optimistic you are right now, and I get that can be challenging. In sales, there's always this constant barrage of obstacles, challenges, rejections. We all face it. If you can improve your optimism even a little bit, it can make a big difference. So let me share with you one powerful way, and we'll go through a quick exercise together that will help you quickly improve your optimism and start reaping those benefits. I want you to begin to reject negative thoughts. Let me explain what I mean. The world can be a scary and very uncertain place. There's no question about that. And so it's it's not hard to wonder why people struggle to be optimistic. You and I can't really change the state of the globe. We can often influence world policy or how things are being done, but we can determine how we respond to it. That is our power. The one thing and really the only thing you or I can really control is ourselves. And so that's where we want to start. Before we start telling other people what to do, start with you. Get your house in order. And so for each of us, there are specific times when negativity seems to creep into our minds. We all have certain triggers. And the key to reducing pessimistic thinking is to first identify when you are prone to it. So remember this, you are not your thoughts. Your mind will often produce thoughts that you may not like or even agree with. You don't have to accept every idea that pops into your head. It's your mind and you can control what you focus on. Just because a thought comes in doesn't mean that it's true or that you even want to focus on it at all. You might want to reject it instantly and replace it. So as you start evaluating your thoughts, and this is one of the easiest ways, not just to improve your optimism and as a result, improve your sales, but improve your life overall. What I want you to do is look for recurring times when your thoughts turn negative. Because all of us have these, there's certain triggers that cause us to feel like a failure or just to get down and not put out as much effort and not feel as motivated or not feel as optimistic about sales calls or selling in general, right? What triggers that? Because these thoughts are important for us to begin to neutralize these negative thoughts because they can become self-fulfilling prophecies. And there is a tremendous amount of science on this, decades and decades of it. So you want to take these negative thoughts really seriously and nip them in the bud before they evolve into something that can become very, very counterproductive for you. So when you reflect on your negative thoughts, Think through when you are most likely to have them. So let's do a little exercise right now that might help you begin to think for you, right? We're all a little different. We all have triggers that make it more likely we're going to go negative in our thoughts. So let's identify them now. Think through these questions. What in your life, people, situations, things you watch or listen to, prompt you to have pessimistic thoughts? Let me jot that down if you can, or make a note of that, a mental note. What comes to your mind when I ask that question? What can you do to reduce the negative influence of those people, situations, or the things you watch and listen to? So how can you minimize that? How can you do that? How can you escape 
as much as possible from those situations. Maybe it's something you can't entirely escape from because of the circumstances that you're in, but how can you minimize its effect on you? Now, let's continue on in the exercise and let's look at the opposite. How do we cultivate more optimism? Think about this. What in your life, people, situations, things you watch or listen to, empowers you to embrace a positive, optimistic mindset? What comes to your mind? Now, what can you do to increase the positive influence those people, situations, and things that you watch or listen to have on you? How can you get more of that? So I want you to think through both sides of the coin. What prompts you to go negative and what prompts you to go more positive? Reduce the impact, or if you can, escape altogether from those things that cause you to go negative and move closer to those things that cause you to be more optimistic. A good example of this is people. We all have people in our lives when we're around them. We just feel better. We feel more optimistic. We feel more energized, motivated to excel, to achieve, to be who we want to be. And let's be honest, we also have the opposite. Most likely that there are people in your life who drain you or when you're around them, you just feel more negative. It's hard to be optimistic. You're, you're much more pessimistic. That's an obvious example, but look for those things in your life. Life that draw you towards more negativity and those things that help you cultivate optimism and then take action. So I challenge you, when you identify those things that are making it hard for you to be optimistic, discard them because they are damaging your sales career. After all, it's nearly impossible to be a creative, successful problem solver, something all great salespeople must be when you are in a negative state of mind. Likewise, I would encourage you to actively pursue things that help you become the optimistic, energetic person that you want to be. Making these changes, let's get real, it isn't easy. It takes time and even a little practice, but it's worth it to achieve the success you're looking for. And listen to me, I know you can do it. So think through that exercise. What makes it more likely that I'll go negative in my thoughts? And also, what are those things that make me feel more optimistic? Use that exercise, focus on optimism, because when you do, you will sell more. So what are you waiting for? Work on these things, become more optimistic, and then get out there and sell something. We'll see you next time.